Hi, this is Life is Awkward. I'm Katie. We have a guest with us today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, uh, I'm Paige Pitzler. I'm a writer, a speaker, and a cacao ceremonialist. So I'm super happy to be here. My main work is working with people's nervous systems, helping them heal their reactions to stress, and also helping them balance out their yin and yang energies, which I know sounds super woo-woo, but it's much more technical than it sounds. Um, I also teach yoga and just help people really live more aligned, fulfilled, relaxed lives. That's awesome. So what kind of got you into that? Well, I worked in corporate for a long time, and I spent most of my life in a super overly masculine kind of yang energy where I was always pushing, I was always running myself into the ground, and I couldn't sleep at night, but I'd be working 12-hour days, and I just got to the point where I was like, what is the point of this? Like, I'm not having fun, you know, just because it looks successful from the outside doesn't mean that it's something that I want to continue doing, and for the longest time, I didn't understand why I was always kind of anxious. I was always tired, but, you know, but I could never sleep. And I, until I started doing yoga, started meditating, doing kundalini and different self-care practices, I didn't figure it out that it was my nervous system really that was telling me, you know, we are not supposed to be living this way. We're supposed to be having more fun and doing what we want to be doing in this life. And so once I started doing these practices in the morning before work, my life started to change. Like the things that I was interested in started to change. Uh, my career changed and every, mostly everything around me changed because I just started to align more with who I really am rather than what I was told I needed to be. And it was a really uncomfortable process and I'm not going to pretend that I'm like 100% over. Like I don't think it's ever like you're completely done. But so yeah, that's kind of my story with it. And I really... Uh, try to help people with that same process because I understand how isolating it can be. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where it comes from and and how I got into it. So at what moment did you, was there something specifically that happened when you were working that kind of we were like, oh shoot, like I need to figure this out or like was there a specific thing that you went through or was it kind of just everything all together? Uh, it's funny you ask because I always knew that at some point I would want to have my own business, like my own creation, but I didn't really know what it was. And excuse me, I was working in D.C. I worked on Capitol Hill, and then I worked at a big law firm. So I was doing PR, like talking to the New York Times, thinking I was like had made it in life. And, uh, and I got really sick. I got mono and... Uh, just everything started to fall apart. And my whole life I had been, you know, this certain person was really, really good and reliable, and I couldn't even get out of bed. And uh, I had to move home to Milwaukee. And uh, true to form, I signed up for a half marathon while I still had mono to prove that I was still tough, all those things. And I got my new job, and it was all fine, and I ran the marathon. Uh, But... To recover, I started going to yoga, and slowly but surely, as I got back into my body, my body was telling me, like, hey, we have a different mission here. You know, we have a different 
thing that we're supposed to do. And so I started teaching yoga. I took uh, yoga teacher training. I started doing more kundalini, which is like yoga for the nervous system, basically. Uh, and things started to change really quickly. And I started to talk more about my story. Uh, I also uh, fully am recovered from uh, like a decade-long eating disorder. And I know that, you know, I'm here to help with, with people who are suffering and help them find their way back to balance and find their way back to feeling good about themselves and, and feeling really healthy as well. So you were kind of mentioning earlier before we got on here that people can usually tell when they're off balance or maybe when they're more masculine and want to bring more of that femininity in. Um, is that true or have you ever like had a client that didn't know what was going on and then you had to kind of explain to them that this, this is what is happening? It's funny because so many people don't know that that's what's wrong. <laughs> so many people are like, oh, I can't sleep at night, but I'm tired. I, I'm anxious, but I'm, but I'm, you know, uh, super wired all the time. And, and it's because we live in a, in a world where going, going, going is not only the norm, but it's also celebrated. You know, we all have this addiction to stress because we're all trying to prove our worth. You know, we're all trying to prove that we're worth the life that we're living, which is what I was doing. I was try- I was running myself into the ground to prove that I was worthy of living living a good life. And until I was like, I can just live a good life now. <laughs> and and that is where the feminine comes in. It's like, I want to be happy now, and I want to be excited about who I am now. I don't want to have to get up at 4 a.m. and run 10 miles to feel worthy. I want to just feel that way now. And so that's where the masculine-feminine imbalance comes into play. We live in a very masculine-driven kind of go-go-go world. And as we're seeing with the pandemic, as things slow down, people don't know what to do with themselves. You know, so, so many of us have subscribed to the idea that going and always being busy is how life is supposed to be. And nobody's ever really taken the time to connect with themselves, which is feminine. And like I did when I connected with myself when I was doing yoga for the first time, I was like, oh, this is who I am. You know what I mean? I'm not my career. This is who I am. And that shift is so powerful. And so many people don't understand that the physical symptoms and the burnout, the exhaustion, the general feeling of just not being fulfilled is oftentimes just we're having too much masculine. We have too much rigidity, too much structure. And the feminine, the yin, wants to relax, wants to create when it wants to create, not because it's supposed to. You know, it just wants to do things for fun. It wants to receive. And we have, before, we had so little of that. And so right now we're kind of experiencing this big rebalancing where the feminine energy of being able to rest, being able to work from home, you know, not being in the office from 9 to 5 exactly every day, you know, we're having some more fluidity, and uh, it's just a bigger movement on the planet, and it's super exciting to see. But, yeah, a lot of people suffer from just having to unsubscribe from that idea that we have to be, you know, again, running ourselves into the ground to be worthy and to feel good about ourselves. So that's really what I focus on and uh, helping people understand why that is and how to move through it. 
Yeah, that's very interesting you say that because like with the pandemic and everything, people working from home, I feel like a lot of people don't know what to do with themselves. Like they like right. the idea of working from home, but like <laughs> I know like my parents is my my dad is working from home and he is going crazy because he can't leave the house. And I know, I'm sure a lot of people are like that. And it's just kind of finding that balance and then being okay with also being by yourself because I think a lot of people during this time also are by themselves because they're either quarantining or whatever happened and it's just kind of like like you said kind of like being okay with that and sitting with that and not always seeking like validation or another energy well, source there's so much there because so many people you know we're using our lives to numb out you know it's a lot easier to fill your day from morning to night with back-to-back meetings or this or that when you don't want to face yourself you know you don't want to face pain or or anything that in your life that you haven't thought about before which is not an easy thing you know let me be very clear this is not a super easy like so be oh, good on yourself. Gonna... what oh I just said people should be good on themselves right and so this time is giving us moments to be with ourselves and what our bodies and our spirits have been telling us when we're too busy to listen And so that's why it's so difficult. You know, people are going nuts because they've never had this much time to be, to go within rather than go without back into the world. And I'm not saying that it's super easy, but it is something that people have to, we have to be more connected to ourselves. What are the types of things that you recommend people doing to kind of be more in tune with themselves or maybe bringing out more of that feminine side? And this can be for guys too, like, right? Like guys can also incorporate that as well or any... Mm-hmm. gender so masculine feminine is not gendered in any way we all have this you know we all know like either gender who is working you know too much who doesn't have enough uh, isn't really tapped in with their create creative side so this is for anyone really and so uh, some really easy things to kind of move through this and to tap back in with a feminine. And I hate calling it that because I don't want to turn people off from that to just thinking of it as like yin energy, more fluid mm-hmm. is, you know, let's say you've been working since 8 a.m. and it's noon now, get up and just like shake your body or like dance. Do something that does nothing besides make you happy, get you into your feeling body. Because otherwise we're stuck in this rigid mode of being constantly and there's so little room for creativity and it's really tough on your mental health and your body so just moving your body however it wants to move getting outside as much as possible leaving your phone at home just sitting on the grass and I know that when you know if you haven't meditated before uh, it's kind of uncomfortable to be alone with your thoughts but just practice you know five minutes a day just meditating thinking about your breath just being so incredibly present. And right now, so many people are future tripping, you know, worrying about the future, when in reality, life is happening right now. And that's a super feminine trait as well. Instead of always planning, always worrying, just trusting the mystery, you know, and trusting the flow rather than having to control everything. So practicing letting go of control, practicing being in the body, meditating if you can and if meditating is like too much for you you can do some breath work or yoga just something to get back into your body and back connected with yourself rather than all the noise that's going on right now you know what I mean 
Mm -hmm. Sam, do you have anything to add to that or questions? <laughs> I've just been listening. I've just really been enjoying. Um, I don't know. I was trying to step aside and leave my masculine on the bench and just and and just listen. And I was really enjoying it. Um, just in terms of, um, I don't know. I was thinking about how change. Uh, and changing yourself is romanticized heavily in the media as far as books and every movie that you watch is sort of about someone going through an experience and changing in some way. But then in actuality, in our actual world, um, simple changes uh, that should be, uh, changes that should be very simple, like you say, turn into something that is incredibly hard or appear uh, incredibly hard. And just I'm curious in terms of that, uh, um, like why why do you think that simple changes uh, become so difficult? Mm -hmm. Well, it's like a really good question because we're also it's so funny because our self help and our our even our meditation practices, so many people use them as another way to quote unquote get better and to prove that they're worth it. So even when we're talking about this, it's important to be aware that we're not trying to change ourselves. We're trying to be just more at peace with who we are and fully accepting that. And so instead of turning it into, I need to be better, I need to be more calm, like I need to be this, I need to be that, it's like how can I be more of myself? Because your natural self is very calm, very tuned in. You know, that's how we're, we naturally are. It's just this world that we live in that kind of convinces us otherwise. So that's why this, this work is so important. And, the, and also, I do want to mention, when you are making a big change, it has a lot to do with your nervous system. So the nervous system is like a recording device. And throughout your entire life, it is recording every single thing that happens to you. So let's say you've gone 25 years living in this masculine paradigm of go, go, go and now you're burnt out and stressed and sick like I was, to change that is changing 25 years of conditioning within my body and within my brain. So that's why it can be so uncomfortable because we're facing so much old conditioning, old experiences that we didn't want to deal with. You know what I mean? So we're facing old experiences and old thought patterns because we have the time now. And that's uncomfortable, <laughs> you know, but in order to become more calm, in order to tap back in with ourselves, it requires us to dive into those uncomfortable feelings of, all right, why am I, why is it so hard for me to let go? Why is it so hard for me to relax? And so knowing that when we're working on these things, when we're tapping back into this, it can be uncomfortable because we have 20, 30, 40 years of conditioning in our bodies working the other direction. And that's not to say that it's impossible, but it is just to, obviously, but it is just to say, like, be gentle with yourself. Like, this doesn't happen overnight. And, again, we're just coming back to ourselves. We're not creating a new person. We're letting go of the stuff that doesn't feel right in order that we to come back to our natural state of being and our natural state of just being at peace with whatever comes along. It's very interesting that you say like all this stuff affects your nervous system because I, I know for myself, like I deal with anxiety and I 
didn't realize like um and just like constantly going and wanting to do things and people don't realize Mm -hmm. like you can get all these like ailments or like feeling sick or like all these different things kind of play a part into that and then you freak out more about that and it's just kind of taking a step back and realizing like yeah like you said like taking a break pausing um realizing what's happening right now because I know like at least myself I do a lot of future thinking which is not good (laughs) that's probably very like like the masculinity more of that side um so I know like you mentioned earlier about different things like cacao and things like that like what can people incorporate maybe into their diet or different things that will help them kind of calm and bring in more of that feminine side to not be so Yeah. Uh, so awesome question, first of all. And it's so I've spent, you know, my life working on this and helping people with this because it's such a big problem. People just don't know how to be present. It's, it's really hard. And I'm not, you know, I still have anxiety. I'm not going to pretend that I'm skipping down the street. But I have found so many things that have helped me come back into my body. So, you know, let's say you start to get anxious, future tripping, you know, what's going to happen. Instantly put on a song. You know, just put on some song, move your body, get back into the mo- the moment and shake your physical body so you can kind of move that energy. Uh, that's something that's super feminine and very helpful to break up, you know, that tension. You know what I'm talking about, that super intense feeling of just heaviness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something that I work with people a lot. It doesn't have to be dance, you know, it can just be taking a walk um, or like painting, again, just doing something for no other reason besides it makes you happy, you know. And even, like, it can be as simple as, like, taking your favorite essential oil, closing your eyes, and just smelling it, you know, and experiencing what it is to just be with that scent. And the reason I love cacao so much, so cacao is medicine from the earth. It is the very, very basic form of chocolate. So it's not chocolate, it's very bitter, uh, but it is, packed with antioxidants, packed with magnesium, uh, packed with iron, phosphorus, natural antidepressants, as well as the neurotransmitter that gets released when you fall in love. So it's just a very helpful substance to help just make you feel really good, first of all, but also ground you back down. You know, so many of us are in our heads, but when we drink cacao, it moves through us in a way that it brings us back into our bodies and back down to the earth. So when I started drinking cacao, so again, feminine is receiving. So when we drink cacao, instead of having to sit down and do breath work and do yoga and do a flip and do a cartwheel to be, to be healed, we just drink the cacao. You know, how feminine is that? We just drink it. You know, we don't have to do anything. We just, it's so easy. You know, it's, just it's, it's there for us. Yeah. How often do you drink cacao then? Like every day or how, like how soon would someone incorporate it in? Maybe like once a week to start? Yeah, I think when I first started, I probably did it like once a week, maybe once every few weeks. But then when I really got clear on how I wanted to feel, I started drinking it every day. But I, sometimes I'll drink it every few days. Like It's just whenever I want it, which is a very feminine thing. You know what I mean? I don't want to make it super rigid. I just, when my body wants it, I want to, you know, do that and move forward. So cacao is, is wonderful. And, you know, you don't add any sugar or anything to it. So it's super natural. But, yeah, I like to do it now, like, as often as I can. Sometimes it's every day. Sometimes it's every few days. And it's really relative to every person. But, again, it's just such a helpful medicine. Oh, my God. I wish I had it years ago. 
<laughs> Do you mix it with water or? Yep. So it's just the purest form. So literally it's just from the bean of the cacao plant. They dry out the bean and then they grind it into a paste. And they actually pray with it if you're doing ceremonial cacao, which, like, is good. And you can get the powder, but the powder isn't, isn't as natural. It doesn't have all of the flavonoids and all of the really good gut-healthy, heart-healthy benefits of real cacao. Uh, but, yeah, I like to just drink it as often as possible. And I put it in, yeah, you just heat up some water. You don't use boiling water, but then you just pour it over the cacao and if it's too bitter, you know, you can add cinnamon or uh, vanilla, but no sugar because that kind of, and no milk because those break up the compounds. Uh, but it's incredibly helpful. And again, it's so earthy, you know, like the texture of that earthy groundedness can really help you when you're kind of future tripping, getting out in anxiety, which is all in your head. And instantly that super grounding energy can bring you back down, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's kind of just being one with the earth, sitting in the grass. I had a neighbor that used to run on the grass because, and I was like, why do you just run on the grass? Because this is when I was a kid. And he's like, it's better because, like, you're absorbing the earth's energy and yeah. everything. So you actually are supposed to walk on grass, not on cement. Drink it's your true. cacao from the earth. Barefoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything barefoot. else? <laughs> is there? Yeah, that's true, too. Barefoot, so it's not your shoes aren't yep. blocking anything. Blocking the ion. Yep, you got it, girl. <laughs> um, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about balancing and femininity or any other tips that they can kind of do for this? So the biggest thing is just be nicer to yourself. <laughs> you know, like we put so much pressure on being a certain way when rather just being right now. You know, when you feel angry, when you feel sad, just be with it. You know, we get, we're so afraid of those emotions of being sad. We're like, oh, how can I not be sad the fastest? When you just let them come up and you're like, hey, it's all right. This is how I feel right now. And, you know, when you're feeling lazy and all that stuff, just like own it. Just be like, okay, like this is what I'm supposed to be feeling right now. And know that, you know, when it's time, the tides will turn. And I think that people are starting to trust this more because we've kind of had to over the last few months. But just be so much more gentle with yourself. Keep coming back to your body. You know, when you're starting to get into your head and worrying about the future, put one hand on your heart, one hand on your stomach, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, shut your nervous system back into rest and digest and remind yourself that no matter what, you're okay. You know, and I know that this is challenging for so many people, but it's going to be all right. And the more that we incorporate these, practices into our lives the more smooth it's going to be so just show yourself that love do what you need for you and have literally no qualms about it you know which sometimes might bring up some self-worth things but again knowing that it's coming up for a reason it's coming up to be healed and that you can hold space for it and still feel safe and reaching out uh, for anything that you need of course and Maybe using cacao to help you with this. I know it's helped me. It's helped a lot of the people that I work with. But just staying open to what works for you and really trusting that and being incredibly, incredibly kind with yourself. Oh, that's beautiful. I think our bodies do know, like, what we need and, like, what we're feeling. But sometimes our emotions get taken over and you're just, and at least I know for myself, I'm just like, well, no, like, I don't want to be feeling this way or I don't like allow myself to feel. But when you really allow yourself to feel and like 
be like, okay, I want a piece of chocolate right now. I'm going to have one right now because that's what my body is like wanting. But right. you have to listen to that. You can't just also be like, I want a quarter of a pounder with cheese, so I'm going to get one. Like, you know what I mean? But you have to kind of like be in tune with your body. Um, so I think that's really important for people to like listen to themselves. Absolutely. You said that very, very well. Um, is If people want to get a hold of you to like work with you, I know you. she does oracle readings and all these other types of things. She's an amazing woman. If you just want to speak to, if they just want to speak to you more about like what you do and um, maybe if they're having trouble with anything, like how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram, my I'm mainly more active with my business on my podcast page, which is at brightsideofthemoon.pod. But I'm also on Instagram as just at Paige Petchler. And then you can find me on my website, just pagepetchler.com. And there's stuff about cacao on there. There's stuff about the Oracle card reading. Uh, I have a nervous system course where we really walk through this. And the whole point is that it's a community that makes you feel safe and held as we walk through this because there is just a lot going on. And the nervous system holds so much weight. So I do run that course, and if you have any questions about just the nervous system, cacao, any of this stuff, I'm more than happy to help, and you can find me there. Great. Well, thank you for coming on today. Sam, did you have anything else? Oh, just thank you. I've, I've, it was just, I was kind of putting my hand on my heart and my stomach and petting a cat while you were talking, so I was just kind of trying to embrace everything you were saying, and it was really helpful. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, you guys. Thanks for listening to our show, Life is Awkward. If you want to get a hold of Paige, you can get a hold of her on her Instagram at brightsideofthemoon.pod or also Paige at pagepitchler.com, as well as her website, which is pagepitchler.com as well. Stay tuned for next week. It's Halloween time. Some scary stories coming up.